Hello there, beautiful friends. I am super excited to talk to you about decluttering and organizing today. I know we have so much clutter and so much craziness that comes with family life. There's so many toys that we have and clothes that we have to go through because kids grow through or grow so quickly and they go through clothes so quickly that we're constantly getting rid of things that are too small or trying to have things ready for them that are, you know, they're too big so they can't quite wear them yet, but we have to have them in the closet ready to go for when they do grow into them. Um, and just, you know, lots of clutter that comes with them. So I want to go over ways that you can start decluttering your home and start making it feel lighter and not feel so burdened and overwhelmed by the mess that is surrounding you. So to start off, decluttering is really important because it helps you to, for one, be able to mentally have more clarity because you don't have all this mess around you, which mess breeds chaos and contention and stress and overwhelm, all of the above. It just is not good for us in any of the big five areas, mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, you know, every, every aspect of your life that you can think of, okay? So as we declutter, our minds have more clarity. Physically, our, our home, our space around us becomes more clean and it's easier to handle and it's easier to clean because we have less to clean, less to take care of. Each item that we have in our home takes up space, takes up not just physical space, but mental space in our brains because we think about, okay, what do I have to do to take care of this item? And it's always on the back of our minds that we need to do something to it, whether we need to dust it or clean it or store it or whatever it is we have to do. There's something we have to do with every item that we purchase and it crowds our minds. So the more stuff we have, the more stress we have and the less um, freedom and calm and happiness we have. So yes, it's important to have things. It's not saying that we can't have things at all in our house and that we have to be just total like super bare minimalist type personality. You don't need to do that if you're, if that's not your personality, but it is important to go through things on a constant basis and get rid of the clutter and the junk that we don't need anymore. And I'm kind of always in a state of decluttering because we constantly get clutter. As soon as we get rid of something, you know, someone gives a gift or, you know, you have to purchase something that you're in need of or whatever. And, and clutter just, it builds over time. And so we have to constantly be in a state of decluttering so that we're not letting things build up. It's also important to remember that when we declutter, we should create purpose in the space that we are about ready to organize and declutter before we do so. That way we know what belongs there, what doesn't, and what can be trashed or given you know, to a donation center. So for example, this episode, I want to focus on storage spaces as in cupboards and closets and areas where you would store things in your home. A lot of people think these are places that should be overlooked. It's not a big deal. You just close the door, call it good. No problem. That's not good because regardless of if that door's closed or not, when guests are there, when no one's there, that door is still there. That stuff is still there and it still is crowding your mind. It still is taking up mental space, mental clutter in your brain, which means you can't fully ever feel clarity because you always have all these things in the back of your mind of things that you need to take care of that are just there. So 
focus on places in your house that become kind of like a hoarding zone for everyone's junk. It's just kind of a place where things just pile up. When you have guests over, where do you take a bunch of your stuff to just clean everything out of the way and put it in a room so that nobody else can see it? You know, keep things, quote, clean to the, you know, to the people that are around you, but yet you know in your mind there's clutter somewhere and you're hoping that nobody opens that one door where you shoved all of that junk. But over time, you continue to shove things in there to where it gets to a point where you can't even walk into that room or closet because it's so full of junk. And most of the time, the junk that's in there is things that we don't even use. We forget it's even there and really does no service to us other than helping us to feel more weighted down, more stressed, and more overwhelmed for no reason. We don't even use it. So look at a storage space or closet in your home. Just pick one to start with. You know, don't get overwhelmed and try to do every single thing at once. Just pick one, okay? So for this week, I've decided to start with my loft closet. It's the closet that we used to keep all of the toys in and things like that. And I have found that we don't need as many toys as we have and we need to declutter. And so I actually want to take the toys out of there because it gives us more storage space to store more toys and things that my kids really won't use all the time, but we'll just have just in case type stuff. We already have so many places to store toys. That is one place we don't need to store toys. So I have removed everything out of that closet. I wiped it down so it's completely clean, ready to go. And I have decided that I'm going to repurpose that closet. And that, that closet's purpose is going to be for homework type um, materials, school supplies, crafts, things like that. Any of any of like, you know, your pencils and pens and sharpeners and papers and folders and all of that type of stuff is going to go in that closet. Now, granted, right now, my um, my closet does not have a lock on it. It's just a regular doorknob. So I'm going to switch that to a lock so that my kids are not able to get into the markers and the staples and the glue and all that kind of stuff without asking um, and to keep the messes at a minimum. <laughs> but it is going to be a place for those particular items. And so anything that was in that closet that didn't have those stipulations, then it was not going to be going back in that closet. And I would have to find a different place for it that it has the purpose of toys. Um, and I know that seems like, wow, that's really organized. Like, oh, that seems just kind of daunting. Like, I don't know if I can do that because I have places where it has to be a multi-purpose room, you know, for example, when I was in a smaller home, we had our family room that was also our toy room that was also like an office and also a study room. I mean, it just had so many purposes because we just didn't have a lot of space and that's okay. You can totally do that. So whatever closet you have, you know, near you, if it has to be, um, you know, your office supply area, but also homework and also crafts and things like that, that's okay. You can put a few different things in one area, as long as you're knowing that that purpose for that closet is sticking to that per like the you are sticking to the purpose of the closet that you have designated to be if you don't stick to the purpose of that closet or that storage area then it becomes a catch-all and when it becomes a catch-all everything gets crowded in there everything just gets crazy and just cluttered because anything goes right anything can go in there it's extra space you have space on the shelf to shove something there, so shove something there when you know someone's coming over and you got to clean up real quick. If you choose to designate a purpose to every closet and storage area in your home, you will find 
that you will not be setting things in random places when people come over and you're trying to clean quickly because for one, you won't really have to clean quickly because you'll have to clean less since you only have things that truly give you meaning and purpose in your life that you love, that you want to have, that you, you know, desire to have in your home rather than just things that are there just because someone gave it to you some, you know, a long time ago and whatever, you know, you, you want to make sure you're only keeping things that actually bring happiness to your life. As you do that and you focus on all the things that you just really, really love, you will make room for peace and happiness and calm in your life. I know it sounds silly and crazy, but it's true. The less you have, especially when it's small amounts of things that you love rather than large amounts of things that you don't care about, it makes a huge difference because everything you see around you brings you happiness. It's something that you love, something you enjoy, and something you want to have in your home. Not to mention it's something you use all the time, so it actually has worth. Okay, so if you are if you're storing a bunch of things just because, but you never actually use them, they're literally just taking up your time, your space, your money, your thoughts, everything for no reason other than to bring you stress and overwhelm and chaos. There's no reason for it. So let things go. Only keep the things that you really truly love. Once you've created a purpose for that closet, you know that only certain things that have to do with that particular purpose are going to be going in that closet and it will make things a lot easier in your in the decision making process as you're trying to put things back into the closet because you'll know okay if it doesn't have to do with schoolwork or it doesn't have to do with this that or the other then it's not going in the closet and if it's something i know that we don't really use that much or whatever then it's going to go in the you know donation bin or the trash bin or the move to another spot bin because it doesn't belong in this particular area, but it's still something we use and love. So every time you're decluttering, the most important thing is, is to take everything out of the closet, everything out of your storage space, wherever it is that you're decluttering, you take everything off the shelves, everything out. So it's totally clean and clear. You wipe down all the shelving, make sure everything's clean. And now you can look at it for what it is as its structure just by itself with nothing in it. And you're able to say, okay, I have this space. These are the size of my shelves or my storage area. And now I can know what's going to fit in there and what would really work best here because I can see around this space, what do I use this space for most? So if I were in my kitchen and I had, say, some cupboards next to my kitchen, that would not be a place where I would store toys, for example, because that is not where my kids play with their toys. Toys don't come in the kitchen. Toys stay in the toy room. So I would have a designated storage space in the toy room for toys. In the kitchen, I would have a designated storage space for dishes, for food, for beverages, for um, appliances and things like that, um, like plug-in appliances. So I would never store, you know, for example, like I said, toys or clothes or things like that in that area. My purpose would be to have it have something to do with eating or preparing food because that is what the kitchen is for. Um, so with the closet that I have upstairs, I have taken everything out of it. I have cleaned it out and now I've got to think 
what do I want to go in here? And once I create that purpose of what I want in there, which we've done, we know that, you know, I want to put my home schooling supplies and homework supply type stuff in there, crafting and things like that. Once I create the purpose and I know what's going in there and I see all of the pile of things that I want to put in that closet, now it's time to think storage containers and things because it's one thing to declutter, it's another thing to organize. But if you have, if you're trying to organize without proper tools, it doesn't work very well. Your system fails. Now that doesn't mean I want you to go out and buy a whole bunch of different organization bins and things like that um, and just start organizing stuff. The part that a lot of people miss when they go to organize is the decluttering process and creating purpose. You don't just go into your closet, take everything out and then put it all back in and just make it kind of look nice. That does nothing to you. It does no service to you. You've got to get rid of the clutter first. So once you've decluttered and really gotten rid of a lot that you really don't need, when you go to put things back in there, you realize, okay, I need to put folders in here, but I don't want to just stack them on their sides because they'll probably slip and fall and it'll end up making a big mess. I need to set have some type of file folder, some type of, you know, um, I, I don't even know how to describe that, what you would call it, a <laughs> file for folders. Um, anyways, and things like that, you know, so you can decide, okay, this is how many file folders I'm going to need. This is how many of this style of bin, you know, this size that I'm going to need. And, and you start realizing what it is that you need to either purchase or, you know, maybe find at a yard sale or Goodwill or, or Desert Industries, you know, donation center, something where it's really cheap or just work with what you already have at home. If you have things that you can use and start repurposing other bins and baskets and things you have in your home for your storage space that you're working on. It doesn't have to be super fancy, but you can still try to make it look nice while you're trying to organize it. So it's something that when you open the door, you are happy to see and something that you don't feel like you have to close the door and try to hide it all the time, but you can actually feel free knowing that if somebody opens that door, it's totally fine because you have organized it, created a purpose for it, and you know where everything is, which makes it a lot easier too, because now you're saving yourself time. Time from, you know, a lot of times we waste a lot of time looking for things that we can't remember where we put because there was no designated spot for them. There was no purposeful closet for them or anything like that. It's just, they just get tossed in random places throughout the house. So it's really hard to find things when we need them sometimes. And sometimes because of that, we end up buying more stuff thinking we're out of it because we can't find it. Come to find out we actually have five or six of that one particular item stored random places throughout the house. If you go to declutter and realize that you have five different types of tape or seven different types of glue or whatever, because you didn't take the time to declutter and organize and create purpose where your stuff is. So you're wasting time looking for things. Then you're wasting more money buying the thing you already have stored in your home. And you're wasting space because you have all of this stuff you're storing that isn't even things that you actually use. So they don't, that area doesn't get fully utilized to what its potential really could be. And then all the stuff that you actually do use, you have no room for. And it just gets tossed around the house in random places because that's the only thing you can think of to do. And then again, you're back in that cycle of wasting time, wasting money, wasting space. So if you want to save time, you want to save money, and you want to create more space in your home, get rid of stress and overwhelm 
and or at least try to minimize it quite a bit decluttering is your friend <laughs> it will it will solve so many problems in your life and I've noticed it with myself like I'm in the decluttering process in my home and I am not a minimalist I like to have nice things I like to you know really just I just like stuff it's weird I don't know <laughs> and so it's definitely been a hard thing for me because I didn't realize how much stuff I had accumulated over the years because I used to not have the mindset that I do now after things that I've learned that I just never really decluttered a whole lot. I did a little bit here and there, but nothing like I do now. And it is so freeing to have a mindset of wanting to declutter and not wanting to have so much stuff and only keeping the things that you truly love and the things you really love when you're surrounded by them. It's so nice because everywhere you look, it's happy. You feel happy. You are just, just feeling light and and like you can breathe. You're not burdened by stuff everywhere. When we were doing this kitchen renovation that we've been working on um, with our two storage spaces that we're trying to create more um, cupboard and, and storage space in our kitchen, um, it was interesting that my kitchen has been very, very clean. And I our, our downstairs kind of just stays at a pretty good maintained level of cleanliness at, at all times because I have certain rhythms and routines that we do that keep it to a bare minimum when it comes to messes. And like, there's just not a whole lot of messes there. It just is generally cleaned. Um, but once we started doing this renovation, we started taking all of these things out of these areas that we had stored before and set it on our counters and tabletops and things like that so that we could make room for the new storage that was going in, um, the new storage space that we're creating, I should say. And so there was no place to store those things at the moment. So we had to just kind of have them out and about in the kitchen. So we had no table space, no counter space. I mean, we literally, we literally for about probably a week or two, I would say, were sitting on the floor to eat meals because there was just nowhere to eat. There was nowhere to even prep food, really. And so it really created a lot of contention and a lot of chaos in our home. And I couldn't believe the difference between having a clean kitchen and a well-organized kitchen to a place of clutter and craziness because it created so much chaos. Like you really don't realize how much physical clutter affects you until you have it surrounding you. And you don't even realize sometimes when it is surrounding you, if you have it surrounding you all the time and you just are kind of used to that, you don't realize how nice it is when you step out of your home and you go to a place that's really clean and you're like, wow, I really like it like this. I wish my home was like this. And sometimes it's hard to put a pin on it and understand, you know, why you feel that way until like now. And it's an aha moment. And you're like, Oh my goodness, it's because I have so much clutter around me. That's why I feel so, so weighted, so burdened all the time. It's because I have too much stuff and stuff that I don't even need or care about. It's just stuff. You know, stuff doesn't bring us happiness. Right. And so as I had all of this clutter and junk around me, I just our family felt the overwhelm. We felt the stress and there was a lot of chaos and contention just from that short little time of, yes, it's frustrating. You know, ugh, I can't, I can't cook because I have no stove, stove space or I can't prep the food because I have no counter space or I can't even set the table because I have no table space. You know, little things like that, that are frustrating in and of themselves, but then just having the clutter everywhere. It was like, you're having to step over things to try to get to, you know, 
go from one room to another or, um, you know, there's crumbs and you need to sweep it up, but there's so many different things on the floor. It's hard to sweep because you're having to maneuver around all of this stuff. Like it really changes the dynamic of the home. And I also noticed that when we had clutter all over our kitchen, it didn't end there. Once you have a spot that accumulates clutter, it actually is like a disease in your home and it literally spreads to your entire house. I don't know how it works. I just know it works <laughs> and it's not a good thing. So as I would go upstairs, I would notice my kids' rooms were not being cleaned like normal. The loft was just messy all the time. Even my bedroom and my bathroom wasn't really that clean during that time either because I'm focused on so many, you know, putting out so many different little fires throughout the week of all the chaos and contention from, you know, family members and dealing with the clutter that it ends up breeding more clutter because I can't get to the things that I need to do because I'm having to take care of the things that are more, um, you know, urgent right then. And I noticed that my whole house just felt overwhelming. Everything was feeling dirty. Everything was feeling just too much. And so you just feel like you can't get on top of things because everything was messy. Everything was just chaos. And uh, it was, it was sickening <laughs> to say the least, especially with how much decluttering and how much organizing I've done so far this year to overcome all that, to have it just feel like it all went to pot in a week was just completely overwhelming and exhausting. And I was quite burdened by it. And it's taken me, you know, quite some time to try to gather my thoughts together and, and feel the desire and motivation to get back on top of things. Cause I felt a little bit hopeless during that time. Um, but I'm getting there and things are getting better now. We are almost done with the kitchen renovations and we've been able to get most of our um, items that were on the counters and tables and stuff put away in their proper places because again, we created purpose and storage areas for those specific things that we needed and we loved and they're now there um, in their proper spots. And it feels so much better to have everything have a place and a place for everything. You know, everything's in its place that it belongs. Now we still have one more table full of stuff that we need to get put into this closet that I'm talking to you about with decluttering. And it's going to be getting into that space soon. And that will feel so much better. <laughs> like my house is finally getting back to a point where I feel like I can breathe again. I just, it really has made a huge difference in me mentally and physically, emotionally. I mean, even socially, I wasn't even really wanting to like have anyone over or even really talk to anyone. Cause I was so nervous that someone was going to see this huge mess that my family was dealing with at the time. And that's embarrassing and really just saddening. <laughs> you know, you just feel like so hopeless when your house is just so overwhelmingly dirty and you just want it to be clean, but yet aren't truly able to do it in the moment because of the situation that's at hand, you know? And so it's made a big, big difference having places for things and making sure that I'm only keeping the things that actually matter to my family. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. 
In a way, you could say, let's high-five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. So don't wait, you know, start small, pick one closet, one storage area in your home and get started on that. Create a purpose for it. Take everything out of it. Put things in bins as in trash, as in donation, as in keep that uh, things that would actually go back into that particular closet or storage area and also relocate. So if there's something that you love and need, but it needs to go in a different location in the home and you have a purpose for it, you use it, you actually love it, then yes, you can relocate it. For the most part, there should not be a lot of things that go in the relocation bin because we do not want to keep everything that was in that closet and just find another place for it. Only put things in that bin that you actually have a place that's designated for those things and put them where they go right after you've got that bin full and ready to go. So four baskets are needed, but really just three if you don't need to relocate anything. Trash, donate, and keep. As you declutter, it's important to take everything out of that space and put it in one of those designated baskets so that you know as soon as that basket is full, that donation basket is gonna go to Deseret Industries or Goodwill or whatever donation center you choose to donate to. Or you know, if you wanna do a yard sale or whatever you wanna do with it, but it needs to actually be taken care of right then. You need to take action right then. Not later, not, oh, I'm gonna do that in two weeks, whatever. You're gonna take it, it's gonna go directly in the trunk of your car and the next time you leave that house, you're going to the donation center and you're going to get rid of it. If not, that basket is going to take up space in your house, become another source of clutter where more things will get tossed into and it will never actually leave the house. It will just become another thing that you have to declutter later on, which I have experienced. <laughs> this is from my own mistakes that I'm speaking to you about. Um, don't keep that basket in your home. As soon as that is full from that experience, from decluttering, put it in your car and get it ready to leave. Do not keep it in the house. Whatever you do, get it in your car as soon as possible. And the trash, take it right out to the trash can. Don't even put it in your kitchen trash or in your trash inside your house. Get it out of your house. Totally get rid of it. That trash has got to go. All the things that you're going to keep, again, remember the purpose of that closet and stick to that purpose and only put things in that closet that belong to that closet that go with that purpose. Otherwise you're going to go back to square one of having the clutter, the chaos and the overwhelm and stress. And there's just no reason for it. Like why declutter? Why organize things? If you're just going to go back to square one, it's not worth it. Right? So to help you to have less time to clean every single day and less stress and overwhelm and worry and all of the above declutter, do it the right way the first time. So you don't have to redo it all the time. And then comes the fun part because I love, 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 love. Once I've decluttered, once I've created a purpose and have just the things that are actually going to be used and loved in my home, in that space, I get to decorate and I love decorating. And I know not everybody does. So if you don't, you can just pass over this section. (laughs) But I love to create a space that is not only functional, but beautiful. 
And so this is the fun part where I get to find, you know, things either in my house or find cheap ways of getting storage bins or things that will work um, in that space and making it something that is beautiful. So when you open the closet, it's not just the things that I have to store in there that are in there, but they're in really cute decorative bins and it looks all nice and happy and it just makes me happy looking at it. I know that sounds so silly, but it really makes a difference when you open your closet and you're just like, oh, that's so pretty. <laughs> Rather than being like, oh, I don't want to open that closet. Gross. Like that's so embarrassing and everything's going to fall out and I hope nothing hurts me when I open the store. <laughs> because we all know we've all been there. It's a thing, right? And if you haven't been there, then I am super proud of you because I've never had that moment naturally. I've really had to work at this decluttering thing because I'm not naturally a minimalist, right? And again, decluttering doesn't mean you have to be a minimalist. It doesn't mean that you have to only have like one or two little things and you have to have a certain amount of clothes and certain amount of this or certain amount of that in order to be happy. No, that's not the case. At least not for me. That's not what I teach. So if you want to do that lifestyle, that's totally up to you, but that's not my purpose here. My purpose here is to make our lives happier and lighter and make motherhood more exciting and fun and enjoyable by creating, creating more just happiness and fun in life, um, enjoying the moments that we have with our families and in our homes and, you know, even with ourselves, like learning to love ourselves as well. And so the things that I'm talking to you about when it comes to decluttering doesn't mean that you have to have a certain number of things or live a certain lifestyle. It's, it's just helping you to keep what you actually use and love and get rid of the rest. And for everyone, that's going to be different. Some people are going to have more things that they keep and love. Something, some people will have less. But I promise you that the less you have of things that you actually love, the happier you'll be. <laughs> As weird as that sounds, it is true, but it's totally up to you and your family what you decide to do. I want to try to get things whittled down to only having the things I truly love because I have my living room and I spent a long time trying to make it what I wanted it to be. And I finally have found that it is a space that I truly love. And it's because there's so little in it and everything that is in it is everything I love. Colors I love furniture I love and use, decorations I love, you know, even the carpet feels good on my feet because it's really soft and cozy. I mean, everything, even the lighting is something I love. You know, everything about this room is exactly what I needed. And I don't keep junk in here. I don't let it get cluttered. It literally stays clean all the time. This is kind of my room that is always clean. I personally feel like everyone should have a room in their house that they can like just go and have a refuge area. And, and this for me is my refuge. This is my sanctuary, my sacred space where I know at least one room in my house will always be clean because sometimes you need to take a break from all the chaos and clutter and overwhelm. Even if you're just in the middle of decluttering, it, it gets messy. It's not like it's a clean thing to declutter. That's part of the reason why my house tends to be messy quite a lot. <laughs> a lot lately because I am in a constant process of decluttering lately. So as soon as one project's done, I'm on to the next. I'm hoping by the end of the year, I can get my whole house so decluttered that I don't really have much to declutter after that. And it's more just going to be maintenance mode. So I'm, I'm not perfect. And I'm here to tell you that I am working on this decluttering journey 
just as much as anyone else's. I am not a perfect minimalist right now. And I don't have, you know, a very spotless clean house constantly. Like I definitely have a lot of clutter that I am trying to get rid of. But my point is I want everybody to see what I'm doing so that they can gain the same amount of happiness from what it feels like to actually get something decluttered and to have things organized and to have things feel peaceful because it's made such a difference in my life. I want to share that with everyone else and everyone's going to do it differently in their own way and what works for them and their family. But for me, this has been huge. And I wish I would have learned this stuff so much. It's like so many years ago, I could have saved myself so much stress and overwhelm and so much time just cleaning alone and taking care of things because I would have less things to have to worry about. So I want to share this with all of you because it's made such an impact and such a difference in my family and in my home life, even in myself, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, socially, everything, all the big five areas, it has affected me. It has affected me for the better by decluttering. And I wish that for all of you, like, I know that moms everywhere feel overwhelmed and stressed and frustrated with one thing or another when it comes to motherhood and parenting and even wifehood and even just being yourself. There's so many things that that can crowd our minds with negative thoughts, right? But this is one thing that cre can create a more positive atmosphere around you, which then helps create a positive atmosphere inside of you. Like your physical atmosphere really affects the inside of you just as much the inside of you affects your outward atmosphere they work hand in hand. And so we have to declutter our physical spaces, but we also need to declutter our minds, you know, and let go of, of thoughts that are overwhelming us as well. So it goes both ways right now. I'm talking about the physical clutter, but just as much and just as important is the mental clutter that we deal with as well. And so this is a great way to help you kind of work from the outside in and get rid of the junk outside of you. So you can have more peace and happiness inside of you. And I really, really think that this can make a difference in your life because it has made a huge difference in my life and in my family's life, in my home. You just feel better when a place feels lighter and burden-free and, you know, well-decorated, well-organized. When there's less stuff, you just feel better. I mean, literally, you can feel it every time you go into a model home. Everything feels spick and span and clean and organized and beautifully decorated and all of the above. Granted, no one really lives in the space. I get that. And there's really not a lot of stuff in there because, again, nobody lives there. So there's not toys cluttering the floor and there's not messes that need to be picked up and things like that. But just think of the feeling you get when you walk in that house and where everything has a place and everything's in its place. How freeing that feels and how just it's like you instantly feel like you're home when you walk in the model homes. You know, you just want to sit down and cozy up on their couch and, and just chill because it's so welcoming. They just do such a great job with that. You can have that same experience in your own home, even with all of your things and all of your family members there, even if spills are being made and things like that, because there's so much peace and happiness that can come from having less stuff and only having things that you truly love, need, and want, and use. So I challenge you this week to find a spot in your house that accumulates clutter, whether it be a storage room, a cupboard, 
a closet, whatever it is, that's something that you just kind of always have everything kind of packed into and the door gets closed and nobody sees it but you or your family. And take it all out, clear it out, wash it down, create a purpose for it, and only put things back in there that actually need to be there, that go along with the purpose that you created, and then make it beautiful. Make it functional, but make it beautiful too. And I would love to see before and after pictures. So if you are on the High Five Motherhood Mamas group, go on there and post your before and after pictures of your declutter session this week having to do with your closet or storage space. And if you're not on that group, get on it because it is such a wonderful, supportive group that is solely for high-fiving motherhood and, and helping moms to encourage moms to be better and to do better. But also it's okay if, if you share, you know, and you air your dirty laundry and, and things like that, because we all are there to help out with each other. It's like a non-judgmental zone. I love it. I can post anything I want about anything that's going on, even if it's something that is embarrassing because everyone goes through it and everyone gets it and they understand it. And they're supportive. It's such a great group. It's so wonderful. So make sure that you get into their high five motherhood mamas group and you will feel so much happier being there. There's just such a great support system there. You will love it as a mom, even as a wife, even if you don't have kids yet, you know, just, just being there, being a part of a wonderful group of ladies that are there to just help and support one another, give each other ideas and work through problem solving and things like that in, in just motherhood you know, parenting, wifehood, the whole bit. I mean, it's really a great, great group to be a part of. So get on that if you aren't already and do your before and after pictures. And I will definitely be sure to post my before and afters of this closet that I'm working on. Currently, I did post um, a video of the closet being, you know, decluttered and I took some before pictures and I can't wait to show you after pictures. It's going to be so much better having that cleaned out and having a real purpose to that closet. So I challenge you to get on there, get excited, get decluttering your place and you can see how I'm decluttering mine and we can work together and to encourage and motivate each other to do better and to enjoy motherhood more. So thank you so much for listening, ladies. I hope you have enjoyed the show and I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. <laughs> As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.